Hey there, greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have Tim Redman with us today from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Tim is the CEO of Redman Growth Consulting, also the Redman Leadership Institute, where he's working with businesses and entrepreneurs in terms of improving what they're already doing and making sure that they do better, go to that next level. So welcome, Tim. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me to be part of your podcast. I love your focus and, and what you do with this podcast. So thank you so much. So Tim, in your own words, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was, uh, okay. Uh, I'm, uh, I was born in a very large family, one of 11 kids. My mom and dad just either love kids or love the process of making kids. I'm not sure what, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I learned to operate, you know, with a lot of interaction with people. And I went to college, I studied accounting, became a CPA. And uh, most people know CPA is a constant pain in the abdomen is, uh, is what CPA stands for. But I worked for PricewaterhouseCoopers uh, for uh, a few years. Then I started with another guy and we built a software program, a software uh, uh, company we initially started with a software program and we grew it up to about 400 employees, about $40 million a year. And we end up selling that to Intuit and uh, learned a lot of lessons on that. Uh, but I, re I remember it in uh, being a, a senior, taking advanced accounting for those of you that maybe have taken that class. It's, it's as boring as a desert here. And, uh, I remember writing down while he, the, 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 the professor was lecturing, I remember writing down all, all the business ideas I wanted to start. And one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to consult with businesses to help them grow after I've been successful at growing a number of companies myself. And so that's really, that's what led me up to this point here. And, um, and I just, I love uh, growth. I love business growth. I love what happens in the heart and the mind of the owner when their business begins to grow. So that's, that's what I'm all about. So your Redmond Growth Consulting and Leadership Institute, how long ago did you start with those? Well, I started the nonprofit after we sold our business and I went into somewhat semi-retirement and I began to travel around the world into uh, developing countries and providing them leadership training and uh, growth, you know, growth ideas. A lot of the lessons I learned in the software company and working at PricewaterhouseCoopers. And I did that for about 10 years. And um, I remember I would get done with certain lectures and people would come up to me and they would ask me, well, can you help me with my business? I have this question or that question. What should I do about this? And I began to coach them, not realizing that coaching was an, an actual business that people got paid for. I'm, I'm doing it for free and I'm loving it. And it's just the interaction with the crowd. And uh, so about 10 years of the nonprofit work traveling around the world, I, I really focused more on um, building a coaching business. And so I've been doing that for about eight years and uh, been building the team for the last five years. And so it's, it's been a blast. We got about 150 clients around the nation, all kinds of different clients, but mostly service businesses, 
um, professional services like lawyers and CPAs and that type of service, but also with contractors like home builders and and um, plumbers, electrical uh, contractors. So so we work with service companies primarily, but we work with all kinds of uh, businesses. So that's 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 what I've been doing. So how do you find your clients? That is a great question here. Um, I, I hold out a little uh, cardboard sign and I, I say, uh, we'll coach for food. And uh, you wouldn't believe, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, actually, uh, we have done all kinds of things. I will tell you early on here, this is something that's like how to run potential employees away forever. We had near 100% of our lead generation was from cold calling. We did about 5,400 cold calls a week. I mean, it's crazy. Wow. Um, and I used to do uh, speaking at events and then they say, well, this guy, maybe he's uh, smarter than he looks. And so uh, let me give him a shot. So I'll talk to people. So we've done it that way. And then we get a lot of referrals, people that have been successful in their business say, hey, these guys are pretty good. So we get a lot of that. Uh, now we're doing a lot more on like Facebook and different type of uh, uh, paid ad, uh, ad management mediums, social media, that kind of thing. All right. And in terms of your clientele, how do they measure you? What are they looking for in terms of results and when do they know that uh, you know the time and the money they're spending on you is worth it or not? That's a great question. Uh, you know, we we're in the coaching realm, and it seems like everybody and their pet dog is a coach. You're absolutely they, right. They, they got certified somewhere on it, and uh, my certification. Uh, well, my school colors are black and blue. It's the bruises from uh, tripping and falling and making a lot of mistakes myself. Uh, but uh, we measure top line, bottom line, and, and time freedom. Those are the three main things we look at here. And we believe that a business, the primary purpose of the business, and you may disagree with me and your listeners may disagree, but I believe the number one purpose of a business is to serve the owner. Now, if they don't serve their employees well, or if they don't serve their clients very well, the business won't serve them well. So it all ties together. But we, we want to make businesses behave in a way that gives us the lifestyle that we want. And I've got some guys that just love to work. We had an HVAC uh, company and uh, we, we literally doubled their sales and we tripled their profits because we just made things a lot more efficient. And he was still going out in the field because he loved to crank the ranch. I'm like, you know, you don't have to do that. He goes, I love it so much. So I'm not going to argue with him. But most of our clients are saying, well, listen, I want more time freedom to spend time uh, volunteering in the community or my church or wherever it may be. And, um, and so we, we want to, we, those are the three key measurements, but we measure it on, um, number of leads coming in. We help people generate leads. We help them with their uh, internet presence here. I mean, you can look out, look at Redmond Growth and you'll see we've got over 400 five-star Google reviews. So, and, you know, so we, we help them with all practical aspects of growing their business. So they measure it 
by do I have more top line money, but more importantly, do I have more bottom line money? Is my bank account getting bigger? And do I am I getting increasingly more time free? My I had one one plumber uh, in the Denver area. Love this guy. They were doing about $100,000 a month and they were spending $30,000 a month in advertising, Google ads, home advisor, um, all, all kinds of different things, $30,000 a month. So in the first four months, we, we shifted their focus and they were able to get as many leads in four months, only spending $13,000 as they were at $30,000. And then they're working about, there's a partnership. They're actually brother-in-law with each other. They're working about 90 hours a week. And tell me you've had those work weeks, <laughs> 90 hours, right? So they reduced that down from 90 hours a week to now I just talked to them a couple of weeks ago. And I'm, I'm not the lead coach on that account, uh, but I, I just like to talk to them. And they're down to between 40 and 45 hours. Uh, a week and they're taking a full month, month and a half off away from the business and the business is growing. So that, that's, that's how we measure it. So that's awesome. So in terms of, you know, your interests and what you love about the process, what is it that uh, takes you back to coaching that next client that you find? Well, I, okay. A personal note here, doing the nonprofit work, um, I did a lot of work in uh, Central and South America, Southeast Asia and Europe, and but particularly in, in Central and South America, I would do it in a faith-based environment. And, you know, there, there are times that I would speak to a group of 20,000 people. I mean, it was just amazing, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel the smile of God is much on me now working one-on-one -on -one with a plumber that's having a rough time making $3,000 a month and getting them. There's one client in particular, Mike Bolte, and he said it's okay to use his name. And he's a plumber in, uh, in um, Oklahoma City, but he's gone from just barely making it to now he's generating about $30,000 a month of profits. And I love uh, seeing that happen with people where they begin to go beyond just grinding out a living to really, you know, have a, a life of purpose. And uh, I know it sounds mushy, but you've got to take care of the top and bottom lines. You've got to take care of the organization and, and tame the business so it behaves in the right way in order to do that. So. You know, one, one thing that I see with a lot of businesses or entrepreneurs for that matter, whether they're solo or they have a small business that they're running is they could be going after, some of them are so focused on the top line that they, they're just going full steam ahead with that, not really caring about the bottom line. Some of them are so focused on the bottom line that they actually uh, are impeding themselves from going after the top line. Do you see that? And how, how do you help them rectify that? Yeah, that's a great question. The biggest problem I see, and I've coached over 1,500 businesses, I mean, one-on-one -on -one with my team uh, here in the last, say, seven years, and um, the biggest problem is the former. They're so focused on the top line that they're not really, they're not really looking at the bottom line, and I have had a number of 
business owners that when we break down the actual cost of goods sold, you know, what does it cost you to, to deliver on that sale that sometimes are going upside down and they think that they're going to scale from volume and they're what I have this, this, this saying that says first be fruitful, then multiply. And if you begin to multiply before you're fruitful, then you begin to multiply dysfunction and unlearned lessons and sure. unprofitability. And so we make sure that they've got the right target, they got the right product or service, and they priced it in a way that there's meat on the bone for you know left over. And it's even the pricing structure is, is, is very lacking in most of these businesses I work with. And so that's one of the first things we do just to make sure that they've got enough cash flow to really begin to invest in the business is to make sure that when they sell something, it's done so profitably. And again, there's not, there's not many people I run into that are making stupid decisions on the top line because they're fo so focused on the bottom line. Sometimes we look at, you know, a short term, we have to make a profit when, hey, take it easy, get them used to your goodness, take, you know, your glorious service that you provide, give them a taste of it and let the profits go from there. And so I, I, I have helped a number of businesses along that line, but it's not as many fall into that trap. You know, when I, if I ask you for any examples of any businesses that come to mind from your years of experience, you know, those that uh, the kind of difference that you made in your life really impacted them. Any examples that you can share? Yeah, I've got a, uh, um, I was not prepared for that question, but I'm prepared for that question. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I've got a, 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 he's now a dear friend of mine. He's an electrician up in the Kansas City, Overland Park, Southern part of Kansas mm -hmm. City area. And he called me up, it's about three years ago and he's yelling at me. You know, I'm like, well, hey, I'm not your enemy. I, I'm not the one that he goes, yeah, I'm working my rear end off and I don't have any profits. You know, I'm only making like 8% profits. I go, well, hey, let me let me do an analysis of your, of your p &L. And I said, hey, listen, I, I've got some good news and some bad news. The good news is you've got a long way to grow into. The bad news is you're not at 8%, you're at 0%. You've got no profit. He, uh, he's, he was paying himself a decent salary, but over the last three years, it, it was putting structure in his business, but also working with his mindset. It was kind of a poverty mindset that he thought it was wrong. Making a profit was almost like taking advantage of people, okay? Yeah. And it was like this moral code that was tormenting his, his bottom line. And we, uh, we've grown it. He, he was about a $1.5 million business. This year, he's going to finish this year at about $3 million. And he's paying himself a real handsome salary, but he's going to pop about 20% on that. So he's going to, he's going to have to pay taxes on about $600,000 plus his salary. So he sent me a text not too long ago, my friend. And he said, you know what? Uh, he said, I'm beginning, he said, I'm beginning to dream again. I never thought that was possible. Awesome. That 
I mean, that gets me up early in the morning. I, I it, it's this is not just a job. This is this is like my life, my calling. I I I love what I get to do. That's so awesome. So at the same time, you know, on the opposite end, there are people that you wish you could have helped, but you know, for one reason or the other, it is stubborn oh, wow. or their old way of doing things that no matter how much you try, you're just unable to help them. Can you share an example like that? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, sure. um, but when we go through, like we, we have a sprint in our first 90 days of coaching and we really get the business owner focus on some short-term wins that are very dollarizable. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we, if, if we can add another $5,000 to your net profit or or we had one builder that had a uh he had a between a 15 to 20 million dollar a year business but it was break even and um and so we you know we got it to about five to seven percent and then at that point he thought okay well i'm making enough profit to pay myself and i'm get, getting a pretty good profit you know five percent of 20 million you know it's not bad it's a million dollars. so he got comfortable and he got to a point where he really wasn't open to growing anymore and i think on that client we said hey listen i think we're done because you don't want to grow there are some clients that we've had to fire um we had uh, one client that we were about ready to fire. Uh, There's another builder. They were like a remodeler. And they were doing, at the time, they were doing about, uh, about $150,000 a month, something like that. And their profit was about 5%. And if that, and uh, they're getting in their, you know, they're in their middle 60s here and they're concerned they don't have any retirement. And we really worked with them on how they cost their jobs and getting into the detail of that. And um, there was a point where the coach said, hey, we're, I'm done with them. I, you know, they, they're not growing. I'm not getting anywhere. We need to fire this client. And so I actually shifted this client over and asked him and said, hey, would you work with my top coach, which is my son, Robert? He's He's phenomenal. And, uh, and they began to work with Robert. And about 18 months later, honestly, goodness, um, they seemed hopeless. But just this last two months ago, um, they had a $600,000 a month. And they hit 15% profit on that month. And they said, we never thought I, I said, we're giving, we're putting money aside for retirement and we're even starting to put money aside for legacy, for their grandkids, for their education, the things they always dreamed about doing, they just never thought was possible. So that was somebody we we're about ready to fire and they were about ready to bounce themselves, but we just worked with them. And uh, so if people are wanting to, to change and they're wanting to grow and they're coachable, great. But you know, I have to watch myself. How coachable am I? Right. And when I'm not coachable, I'm not open to grow. And, uh, and so I have to take my own medicine, but we actually have very, very straightforward conversations 
with our with our clients. You know, how coachable are you? And I would say to everybody that's listening to this right now or watching this right now is how coachable are you? You have all the answers, you know. You've got the answers to questions nobody's asking you. Well, something's wrong with this picture, you know. So, you know, it's just it, it begins, it's kind of like having that beginner's mind, as somebody told me, and it just really is very helpful to me. That's pretty awesome. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, it does. It does. So in terms of, uh, you know, you authored a book as well, Power to Create. Can you talk us through that? Yeah, I, I wrote a book and I wrote this book. And this is when I was running the nonprofit. I wrote this book for, for business owners and pastors and, and people of faith. And because uh, I've got a number of references in there, but it's really anybody can read Many, many people have read it and they really, really enjoyed it but it talks first about people's relationship with money and i'll ask a crowd i say well how many want more money boom and everybody raises their hand and said have you ever seen anybody ruined by money they didn't have any money they came into a whole bunch of money at one time and they got ruined by money yeah we see people ruined by money you know i said well which do you want it do you want more money you want the thing that ruins people well, it wouldn't ruin me. Okay. So we have a conflict within ourselves. So I, I wrote it to help resolve that conflict. And then I gave a kind of a step-by-step -step process. It's kind of like from my coaching program, a step-by-step -step process on how to build wealth. We redefined wealth and then how to build it in real practical ways. And um, it's really been uh, life change. I had one guy that bought several uh, boxes of, of books to give to their friends. He says, I thought this is some kind of a prosperity book. And I was just going to read it because I, you know, I love you and respect you as my friend, but it's not that at all. This thing, this thing changed my life. And so it just helps people think about, you know, what is the relationship with money? And then it redefines wealth as this process of creating something of value to serve others. And I redefine that as your core purpose. Well, how do you do more of that? And I even have illustrations in there about how people in just some of the most stressed out economic situations were able to create wealth in their shortage, in their in their lack. And so, hopefully, it's a good uh, it's a good reminder of of who we are, what we're capable of creating. And where can people find this book? Then go to Amazon or. Uh, if they want to email me, uh, they can they can ask for it, and I'll, I'll sign a copy for them. But it's Tim at RedmondGrowth.com, and um, so yeah, you know if they they want that. But I I, I get everything uh, Kindle, and I get the Audible version, and so you can just go out to Amazon or wherever you buy your Kindle books, and uh, and uh, you you can read it today. So. That's pretty awesome. So in terms of uh, people finding more information about the services you offer, what's the best way to reach you and where can they find this information? Well, they can, they can uh, you know, if they Google Redmond Growth Coaching or Redmond Growth Consulting, great. Um, the number listed there now is my cell phone. I know that sounds crazy here, but if people want to call me. Uh, if I'm not immediately available, I may be talking to a client or chasing my wife around the house here, and I won't be interrupted with either one of those. So, uh, but um, anyway, uh, what I'd like to do with your, for those uh, that are business owners, if they wanted to take a fresh look at their business, and have an evaluation of their marketplace or unique positioning 
we do a, a fairly exhaustive growth plan. It's normally $2,500, but for your, uh, the people that uh, get this, if they want to email me or call me or look me up some way, Tim at redmondgrowth.com uh, and ask for that, you know, we'll, I'll have either myself or my staff talk to them and we'll get them lined up with a growth plan where we can evaluate their, their business. And then we'll, We'll look at a 90-day plan of real practical steps we'll take, and then a three-year plan of how to really get to where we got this thing into orbit. It's really starting to serve you. So hopefully that'll be helpful to your people. Well, I think that would be great. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will pick up on that. So Tim, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your story and the work that you do. Uh, very inspiring. And I think you should continue to do what you're doing on the nonprofit side as well. Thank you. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, one takeaway for the listeners, anything that you'd like to share? Uh, dream big, but immediately start small and get busy. That's what I lead them for. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure meeting you and uh, wish you the very best as you continue your journey. Very good, my friend. Best to you.